I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance. Great night last Saturday. As good as it gets. We've been joking around for years that Glover Teixeira is going to be the champion. We're here. We're pretty much here. And now Dana is even thinking about pulling Adesanya, because nobody knows who that guy is, and putting in the superstar, Glover Teixeira, to take that strap. Brad, how great was that? Oh, I mean... The result was great, but then also, can can a group of people break down a fight any more perfectly than we broke that fight down? I mean, every Glover fight, it's easy. Yeah, I, I, like I, I even like I think like what I say, I was like he's gonna get dropped and almost deaded in thirty <laughs> seconds, and like it was. The announcers like, are gonna say that the ref's about to step in. <laughs> everything. It was it was Glover, and then the the twist though. Was the third round because like we finished that second round and it looked like it was going to be stopped towards the end of the second round. I mean, full Glover beat down like what he does best, and then he gets he gets caught, and I was like, oh no, we've never seen this. We we've never seen him die, come back to Twice. life, take over, and then die again. And it was like I'm assuming um, he was gas. Santos was gas because he is oh. beating the piss and shit. Like it was literally like I'm watching Glover get elbowed in the face, and then you blink. And he's in a takedown, and five seconds later, it's a submission. It went from elbows to the head to tapping out. I haven't watched it again. It had to be 10, 15 seconds, right? It was immediate. Like, Glover at this point, rocked Glover, would crawl across broken glass (laughs) and burning coals to get a, a takedown. Like, that man is, he's insatiable. He's great. He's a machine. Like... Anybody else takes those shots early, it's over. And he, it's not even just that he's like going, like getting these takedowns. Like he looks like he's there the whole time. Yeah. It's not like these sloppy, like grabbing for legs when, when some wrestlers are, have got dropped or fucked up. He's, he's all there the whole time. Which goes to show you how much power does Anthony Rumble Johnson have mm-hmm. to, to be able to One dead Glover. Yep. And no one else is coming close to that. Yeah. Yeah. Glover is lost to guys that he can't out wrestle and rubble. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and at at this point, how many guys at 205 can Glover not out wrestle? It's one of the most underrated qualities of of Glover is not, not just his, like everyone knows his submission game is great. Everyone knows his chin and recover, you know, how he recovers is amazing. His actual wrestling ability. I know it's Tiago Santos. He's not a good wrestler. But Glover has good takedowns. And I think what, like, I get so frustrated when I watch non-wrestlers try to wrestle and go with the single. They just go with the single and they push them against the phage and they kind of like just try to shake them down. It doesn't really work in MMA. You know what works in MMA? When you're not, when you're not, and it's the not stopping. I've talked about this in the show a lot with just basic wrestling, but when they shoot the, if they're against the fence, that needs to be double drive, turn the corner. And where guys fail, and they do this with the single and the double sometimes, is once they get in, they hold it. And they're sitting there against the cage. 
when you're wrestling and you're learning takedowns, even basic wrestling, you're taught you're taught not to stop. You mm-hmm. as soon as you get the legs and you drive in, you immediately turn the corner and you drive. As soon as you stop, that takedown's over. Um, and Glover does that. He gets in the double. He gets both legs. He never really goes for sloppy singles or anything like that. He goes for the double and he turns the corner and he goes. And man, like it's <laughs> all the tape study. Everyone knows it. Um, it everyone knows like. It, it was just amazing to watch. And for a 41 year old guy, the fact that he can recover like that and his cardio, he, he's in these wars, these grueling grappling wars getting hurt. And it seems like he's fine. The, the guy's amazing. He's the just one, one guy that can out wrestle him in the division was left. probably Corey Anderson and he left. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Jones. Yeah. But he's gone. He's retired. Yeah. Or, and all jokes he's, aside. I make Glover Teixeira a favorite over Jan Blahovitz. And I'm not even kidding. This isn't us what we do. I know we exaggerate and we joke around. But I legit think Glover Teixeira would be a rightful favorite over Jan Blahovitz. Except we're going to get him at plus 200 again. <laughs> it's going to be great. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't know if we'll get a plus 200. We might get plus 150, I think. Well, I, I think that's the last time you get the big price on yeah. him. But is, is, is Jan not the perfect style? For Glover, he's a guy that's just going to headhunt. He's not a very good wrestler. He's not a very good grappler. He doesn't have very good cardio. It's literally the perfect, like, you could not serve up. Like, if you look at the champion, like, John Jones and some of the guys, like, Glover would actually, or uh, Jan would probably be the best matchup for someone like Glover because he's just a headhunter that doesn't wrestle and doesn't grapple. Yeah. Oh, did you get the new shirt? Look at this, look at this baby. <laughs> the bear shoe. Yep, I went with red uh, for Nazi blood um, all over my shirt. Yeah, uh, so yeah, it's four. It's foreplay for next week. It is. I had I had to break it out for this week, get it started, get used to it. Didn't want to have any kind of like you know octagon jitters or anything like that. So we got to get the shirt rolling. Um, they they could have used him on this card. Um, <laughs> they could. Whew. Well, it's it's funny. Um, and we'll well, he's get into a, pa- he's a pay per view. Fucking main he, card he, guy now. He, he's, he's, he's not he's on these piddly little yeah. shitty cards. Come on. When when they announced that um, the fight was um, random Russian number sixteen uh, withdrew from the fight, um, I, I you look at usually it's like oh well they got a coma and they go, I was like oh my god <clears throat> what are, what are they gonna like I legit thought like they are gonna have to cancel this because you cannot put Al Hassan versus <laughs> something called Chaos Williams. As your as your main event, and I was like, they literally have no options, and I was kind of worried that they were going to put Dubronx in this spot. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to waste my time watching Dubronx submit uh, submit RDA. I want to, I want a real fight. But Felder stepped up, and people were like, who should Makachev fight next, and should he fight Ferguson or this and this? I'm like, back of the fucking line, kid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know that. Makachev was probably going to win that fight. Like he was, he he was. he was a minus five hundred for a reason. But that guy's best win is like, I don't know, Davi Ramos. Like yeah. he hasn't beaten anybody worth a fucking damn. I just, I these Russians are the worst. It's the uh, Russian the hype, people. The, love the hype Russians. is there. The hype is there because he's Russian. He trains a Khabib, and he can wrestle. But. Isn't this the dude that got slept by Adriano Martins? Who hasn't? <laughs> that was man, Martins. That there was a pocket there where he was pretty fucking good, 
and then he's just gone. He, I still think he's thrown less than ten punches in his entire MMA career. Fuck. And one of them watching him. We were all in Vegas when we were watching that fight and just couldn't believe him not just throwing a single strike. It was fucking brutal. <laughs> well, I, and I, I think I think with with Makachev, like everyone's calling for these top guys. I'm like, to me, this guy still has to earn it. He needs to beat someone in this top, you know, ten to fifteen range. And I don't know if he's still fighting or fishing, but put him in there with Gregor. That dude never fights. If he's stunned fishing, uh, Gregor beats them. Just the Russian does. Like to me, like I, so. As you guys know, uh, when I don't like someone or they're Russian uh, or something like that, I like to find bad matchups where you take away the one thing they're good at, which is wrestling. So the best I came up with is I want to see Makachev attempt to out wrestle Gregor Gillespie. Yeah, That'd be fun. Yeah, he, Gregor, that knockout was pretty nasty. I don't know if he's rushing to get back in there. It's been like a year. Dubron murdered that's, that's Kevin Lee. <laughs> in between, uh, fucking eight months ago, Dubronx murdered Kevin Lee. He retired and then got his whole fucking area tattooed. Have you seen that shit? Yeah, that's a wild tattoo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Can't fit. Um, but over, yeah. If it didn't get super cold uh, where I live right now, I was going to record this episode from the garage with uh, Diago Santos's dead body underneath my garage door. How predictable that fight! It, it's I'm I'm texting my dad during the fight, and Glover Glover gets dropped, and I was like, normally when you say we have him right where we want him, people are joking. I was like, no, literally, this is exactly what we want to happen. We want him Gas to get flatlined. <laughs> Yeah, as because he wasn't unconscious from the first strike, I was like, "Yes, Glover Tings happening." Yeah, and it's like you really—it's not even a really a big sweat most of the time for Glover because you no. know, like it's—you just know you have to survive like thirty seconds of it because it's yeah. not like until he got dropped in the third round. But most time with Glover, it's like he gets dropped and then it's like instant recover and he's on top. Like I don't know how he sweeps guys when he's half dead. I can't figure it out. <laughs> the man runs on autopilot better than any other fighter I've ever seen. It's wild. It's it's nuts. And, and we'll see what we'll see what the UFC does. I mean, I I don't I don't see why Ada like I, I don't get it. I, I don't know why the UFC feels like they have to rush into this Adesanya fight. Um, there is a good two hundred five pound title fight, and I understand they're not sure what to do with Adesanya. But uh, is the UFC this stupid that not to just fucking do Jones versus Adesanya? There's all the heat, everything else. Jones said he'd fight him. Like this kid wants to be tough. Let him get in there with Bones, get his ass whooped, and humble him a little bit. I, I think the or, UFC yeah. is pr- protecting Adesanya. They they don't want that fight yet. And the other thing is, it's not like he's cleaned out the middleweight division. No, he's, he's had, a couple guys. <laughs> had two title defenses. Yeah. You know what happened to like other actual greats in the sport? GSP defended his title against guys like Dan fucking Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> Anderson yeah. defended against Patrick Cote. Like you clean out your division. You fight a scrub or two that's made it to a title shot, and then you get to talk about the the bullshit super fights and going up weights and shit like that. Yeah, it's I, I hate the super fight stuff. And you know he has only uh, the problem right now with middleweight is he has only defended twice. Yes, he hasn't cleaned out the division. But let's take a look at that middleweight division. It's pretty rough. There's you know there's nothing there. Like literally, so Whitaker said he doesn't want to fight him or something. He just beat Costa. Candidate is lost. Hermanson's not very good. He already beat Yoel. Darren Till's has does he even have a he's win hurt. at middleweight? And he's hurt. 
Like Derek Brunson? Literally, is Derek Brunson? No, that's the thing. Brunson. Give him a couple title defenses against some shitty fighters. He looks great. And that's how you start to actually build up some steam behind you. But what shitty fighter? I don't even know which one they'd pick. Pick somebody. I just said Dan Hardy got a title shot at one point. Patrick Cote. Like, what about Uriah Hall after that fucking uh, Dana, Dana, took knockout? Sh- Dana took a shit on his head. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, Dana took a giant shit on his head. I mean, I think it's time for the All-American to get his strap back. Chris Weidman, <laughs> you baby. Know, would, it, would you not put it past the UFC to do that? I, I, would, I honestly wouldn't. When you look at the top ten, you're like, okay, beat him, beat him, beat him, hurt, hurt, off a loss. The All-American. You know, it's, you know, it's good. It's good, but he's, I, matched I really, up. he's matched up with somebody right now, correct? Who's he? Who, Weidman? For? Yeah, I have no idea. No, Weidman's not. I don't think so. So, I mean, I Weidman's getting, Weidman's getting I mean, a title shot. Weidman just fought like four months ago. Do you think he's got another fight booked already? Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Weidman's going to Weidman, Weidman chin check him on the feet. I don't I don't think uh, Adesanya can keep up with that speed on the feet from Chris. Coming <laughs> off a healthy, healthy W against... But I, I, I really do it, it, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is for, for what Adesanya does. I, I want the bones fight. Everyone wants the bones fight, so that won't happen. Adesanya doesn't want that. He just wants to talk shit. Um, so put him in there with Whitaker. Whatever. Get Whitaker to do it because we the fans want. And that was very clear. I think on Saturday, Glover to Sarah versus Jan Blahovitz. There's no reason to make Glover wait. And let's be real. If Adesanya did fight Blahovitz and Adesanya won. He's immediately given that strap pack up. He don't want none of the garage weight champ. <laughs> kidding me? He'd retire before he fought Glover. They should just do the Whitaker rematch and do it in Australia or New Zealand with fans. When? Like 2028? Like soon. Like, they can do it next week in Australia. <laughs> yeah, they, well, they're actually, they actually have fans in the stands. Like full, I mean, yeah, might as so, well. So and furthermore, so I don't even... US. We had 70,000 people at a Texas football game. The U.S. had 142,000 cases of COVID yesterday. <laughs> 142,000. And furthermore, I don't even think Adesanya could make garage weight. <laughs> Too much. You don't want that smoke. He's not a dog. He doesn't have the no. dog in him to step no. in there with Glover. But I, I honestly do think um, – I do think Glover's going to fight Jan Blahovitz next because – Dana knows Glover's old. He even said Dana never goes back on stuff like that. We book, but he was like, "Yeah, I'm hearing him. I'm listening. We're gonna figure it out." To me, that means Dana wants. I think personally, as a fan, and because Glover's such a good dude, and everyone loves him, he's a company man. I do think that fight's gonna happen next. Adesanya, maybe he he sits out or he fights some bum at 185, and then if he wants the garage champ, he can try. Can you imagine maybe, being maybe they do it for 256? That wants to see Adesanya fight Blahovitz instead of Glover right now. Like, what kind of monster do you have to be? And that's like the Adesanya blow. Like, what is that? Why don't no, like when I want super fights, right? Between two good dominant champs. Yeah, if I want, yeah, if I want two champs or at least an interesting matchup, these guys are not. There's no. There's, not, there's no fun pre-fight stuff in the cage. It's just going to be Adesanya sticking to a jab until Blahovitz, uh gasses out, throws some kicks, some leg kicks. It's not a competitive. It's not an interesting fight. There's nothing there. Blahovitz has never defended his belt. Like, if Bones was the champ at 205 right now, I would be screaming from the rooftop. Yeah, go up, kid. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, but I-, I think what would happen is Adesanya beats the crap out of Blahovitz, and everyone's like, oh, my God, double champ. He's the greatest ever. And it's like, no, dude. He just fucking fought Jan Blahovitz. Like, let's not act like he's this fucking 205 king. If he beat Blahovitz, I'd still rank him, like, eighth at 205. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, 256 lost their headliner. Uh, I know Adesanya doesn't want to be come back until Ooh. March or something. What got so, canceled? Uh, Nunez versus... Anna. That was the main event? I believe so, yes. Uh, UFC so, is never going to learn. Oh, my God. They were going to headline... Let's make Glover and fucking Jan. Yeah. Oh, that December. Card, let's go. That, that card doesn't have like a... Oh, no, that card... Has, they could just do Jan Sterling as the main event. They can. It's just... It was a double... Double... Chan, like, double... Headline. And now it's better. That's a great fight, Jan Sterling. That card... Dude, we get Marvin Vittori versus... Jacare, Jacare is going to get weird fucked fight. up. Dude, that's going to be a sad moment when someone that like Vittori is going to be my boy. Wait, split decision over uh, Jacare? <laughs> I, I don't think there's going to be any split about it. I think he finishes. <laughs> I don't know. If, I, I don't. Oh. I don't think Glover's going to be ready in one month. Come on. You know what? I actually think a shorter turnaround is better for Glover. If he's, he's still, like a, if he's still a little bit rocked from this fight, man, Glover. That is true. All right, so as far as the rest of the card, um, not much. It, it was okay. It was a good bit of finishes, but the card was pretty crappy overall. But uh, Bandaway Division, uh, Gustavo Lopez defeated Anthony Burchak. Submission first round. I, I, I don't know why Burchak uh, got the call back. I, I like redemption stories. It's uh, Usually guys fight their way back, but he had like – was on like a – he won his last two, but was on like a three or four fight losing streak before that. It was a weird call up, and it was it was he was overmatched. Everybody wants to fight, Lance. Yeah. Everyone wants love pandemic fighting. Um, welterweight division, Max Griffin uh, ripped this fellow's ear off. Um, that was interesting. And, you know, I, I took a, a small little stab on uh, Ramiz here by sub at plus 500. And it wasn't that I thought he had a better chance of winning than Griffin. I just thought if he was going to win at sub and I'm getting plus 500. So there's some value there. But he didn't try to grapple. He didn't even think about it. He was like, I'm just going to bang. And then like in the, not even in the second round after the beatdown, he wasn't doing well. Like did he ever think once like this isn't going my way. Maybe I should do what I'm good at. And yeah. I said last week, if he, he either wins by sub or he loses, like it would have been by decision, but you know, his ear fell off. He got the soccer beer. That was a bad one. <laughs> that was a bad one. But yeah, I mean, smarten up kid. If you're a grappler, you got there based on your sub game. You should try that. And yeah. it's not like Max Griffin's like great on the ground or anything like that. Like take him down, see what happens. And, and like if he wanted to like test the striking out or whatever, it's like fine. But like after the first round, like it, why is his corner not like, dude, you are getting your your fucking shit kicked in. Take the fight to the ground. And like they always talk about good corners and this and this. It's like I feel like corner advice is like kind of easy sometimes because you're not going to be able to like teach super technical things in between rounds, right? Like. Like, hey, move your move your finger this way and do this. It's gonna be like it's gonna be game plan stuff of like, hey, you need to take him down. You know how to shoot a takedown. I'm not gonna teach you how to shoot a takedown in between rounds, but I'd like for you to take him down. Maybe you search certain like go upper body, go legs, you know, double leg, whatever it is. But take him down. Fuck. There's a there's a decent decent amount of very very poor fight IQ fighters that don't really listen to their fucking corners, which. Well, it's more than – you could say it a couple ways. It's not just, like, poor fight IQ. Fighters have a low IQ. <laughs> They're dumb. They fight in a cage for a living. For peanuts. Um, you so got to be a smart guy that gets in there. looks like a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Wow, this guy this, 
the fight IQ in this guy. He's like literally just doing common sense things. It's like like he didn't punch himself in the face. He's the smartest guy in the UFC. Like oh, fucking ridiculous. All right, let's uh let's move on here as this fight was great. This was everything you hope from a Darren the damage Elkins fight. Uh, I did did hit Elkins here as we had Darren Elkins defeating Luis Eduardo Garagori uh submission third round. This was a this was an Elkins fight. Um he came in, took him down, rode him out. Started getting hit a little bit the first round. Second round, we started getting hit a lot. Gets bloodied up, ready to go. You're kind of worried in the third round. It's 1-1. What's going to happen? And boom, takedown sub. <laughs> like, fucking Elkins, man. This guy's the shit. He's the damage. Brutal. I, I had Go's decision. It looked like it was cruising. And then the Never damage know. does what he does, man. Fucking round three. I don't know why we didn't bet it. That's That's kind of his thing. But, man, he gets... He's taking a lot of uh, punishment, and it shows very quickly on his face when he gets hit. It's uh, it's not a pretty sight. The best part of this fight was afterwards, and they're interviewing Elkins, and I forget who was interviewing. I don't know if it was Anik or someone. They're like, "You didn't take as much damage in this fight as normal, like something like that." In the question, and literally his eyes like swollen shut. There's blood pouring down his face. He's got like blood everywhere. Like you didn't take as much damage as normal. You feel that's, it. that's an easy night for him, you know, <laughs> it, compared like, to I what it normally is. It's like a broken orbital and like there's blood all over him. It looks like you didn't take much damage. You ready to step in on short notice? <laughs> ready to go. Man, just knowing that this was the UFC being like, all right, you've you've had a pretty rough road lately. We're gonna toss you a softball, and that's what he looked like after that fight. He's uh, he's not long for this world. <laughs> that, was, that was that was a fun fight. That was a really fun fight. Yeah, really enjoyed it. All right. Um, next up, Romanov defeated Marcos Rogério de Lima <laughs> via Big Brother pinning Little Brother down with his forearm and then randomly passing out. <laughs> little Brother falling asleep. <laughs> so Pure, un, unfiltered heavyweight shit. Oh, that was yeah. That guy is. He's not good. I know no. some people thought he was good coming into this fight, but Mm-mm. he's he's not good. I, yeah. I played him round one, and that shit was not close until heavyweight, <laughs> and then terrible, it was terrible, terrible heavyweight shit happened, and yep. I was like, oh, I guess I won. Fuck. Yeah. I didn't even know what happened at first. Because <laughs> <I was laughs> like, he just, he's just laying back, eyes rolled no. back, and his head, his arms up. Yeah, like out, completely out cold, and I was going to say the same thing, Brad, where everyone was hyping this guy up. And I thought he was pretty good, too. Like, a heavyweight that has good grappling and wrestling, like, he can go pretty far. This dude's not very good. Um, his, his takedowns aren't good. He's, he's you know, strictly upper body, not good takedowns. Seemed to gas out in about 46 seconds, give or take. Like, I actually thought he had a chance to lose early on in the fight because he was, like, huffing and puffing, and he's very hittable, and he has very limited striking. And as soon as this guy fights anyone who can keep it on the feet, he's dead. Well, even the fact that DeLima can stand up after you take him down, that's that's not okay. a good sign because he doesn't do that. He just quits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have we ever seen a shittier sub mm. in the UFC? Uh, not for like two decades at least. Right. Then that don't yeah. count. <laughs> um, uh, I, what about the um, Pat Militech? Wasn't that the one? Is that who the bulldog choke, Carlos Newton? That was tremendous. I don't know what you're talking about. That has to be worse than that, right? 
No. Did Sonnen get that on fucking... Oh, Askren. Yeah, Askren. Oh, Askren. Waller, Waller and Askren. All right. That one was more embarrassing, I think. <laughs> Askren, Wobby Waller. That was worse. He beat him with a... He, he choked him out with, like, a noogie hold. Yeah. That was pretty bad. Because, like, he went out on this forearm choke. Shit was... Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Didn't know that, that was, was possible. That was Heavyweight MMA. Beautiful. All right. Uh, Trevin Giles defeated Bevan Lewis. Third round, TKO. I was kind of zoning out in and out of this one. Saw the finish. Yeah. Lewis sucks. Yeah. Not much bad there for me. Yeah. Giles finally didn't piss one away. Uh, he looked okay, but I think it's just because Lewis looked so shitty. It's terrible. He's got muscles, but he's terrible. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. good. I just sort of tuned out. I thought the fight was going to decision, and then it was over, and I didn't really know what happened. I still don't, honestly. I didn't need rewind to see. Yeah, not uh, not good. All right, uh, next up, women's Troy division. Lost Whoa. this one. Um, China woman number seven defeated Claudia Gadella. 29-20 uh, across all cards. Claudia won the first and then kind of stopped. The second round was weird. Like, third round, she tried to take her down, and I think was just tired. Um, the second round game plan was scary. Um, she, she didn't try to do take that. And knowing if, knowing you won the first round, knowing you have bad cardio, so you really have to win the second round because you never, you've never won a round three and you don't shoot a takedown the whole second round. Was that saving gas tank to take her I, down in round three? I, I think she was recovering. She's like, fuck it. I got to take a rest for five minutes in the second so that I have a chance to take her down and, and secure a win in the third because she didn't do shit and it was fucking horrible. Yeah. I, I stayed I, away. I, I was concerned. Gadelia is, uh, is, I mean, this is, it's always been this way. She needs to get the first two because she always gasses. But before she was getting those first two fairly easy against pretty decent competition. That yeah. shit ain't happening anymore. I it's think, one and done. I think once she realized she was never going to win the belt, I think she stopped caring. Um, I know she changed camps and she still looks in good shape, but it, it's just how she looks in the cage. It just looks like, eh. like it's it just care. like yeah. It's it's it seems just kind of like a lack of effort, a lack of you know, effort, passion. Maybe is the right word. Like she doesn't seem passionate about fighting, and she seems just as content to lose <laughs> as to win. Um, so it's not, I don't know. I, 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 I couldn't trust her again in, against anyone. I don't know anyone I could just lay juice on her or anything like that. So I don't know. Brad, anything bad here? Talk about this fight. Um, it was terrible. My bad. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, Jan's amazing. She's so good. I'm like, you, all she does is hop, pop, 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 pop for 15 minutes. And nothing happens. <laughs> Even though she's Holly throwing Holly. little strikes from the clinch. She's throwing she, little knees from the clinch. She was on her, she was on her back, laying down, hitting Claudia in the shoulder, going, hop, 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 hop. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Like if you're gonna throw a big shot, like fine, whatever. But she was like, hop, like hop, hop. the the dude on Contender series last night. The yes. shit he was throwing from his back. You can yes. hop to that. Yeah, yeah, because he's throwing right. heat. Oh, yeah. my she's, she's trying to just. Rack up those significant uh, strike numbers. Oh, Did that, that make high. it significant if you if you hop with them? I think yeah. I think that puts it over the edge. Oh, yeah, that's, and, and people are like, Just she's a honest. contender. She hasn't lost in eight years. She's amazing. She's gonna fight for the title. And I'm like, if you watch that fight and go, yes, this is a title contender. Cancel the division. Yeah, cancel the whole thing. Yep. Women's yeah. MMA, baby. I, <laughs> I can't. I can't anymore. All right, let's move on now. 
Uh, our boy Giga, uh, I had this one doesn't go, so I was happy with this versus uh, Afro Thunderdome or something. Uh, TKO head kick. It was kind of, it was kind of, it was typical Giga. Uh, I would say for the first several minutes, he landed some stuff. Didn't seem like he was kind of like he has a little gay guard in him to me, where he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's kind of like strolling around the octagon, winning but not doing it fun and not very mm-hmm. decisively. And then he just lands this massive head kick and puts this guy out of there. And this was this was class. You know, there's there's different levels to this shit, but this I don't is think a Bellator Giga's, special right here. It was. I I don't think Giga's good at all. I no. still people are like he's really improved in MMA. He's very dangerous. I'm like, I'm sorry. He's just not. Like, let's see him fight someone who doesn't suck. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I still say? don't know. Like, every time he fights, people talk about the, the Giga kick. I still don't know what the fuck the Giga kick is. Like, is it just his left kick? I, I don't well, pay It's like the Crow Cop. You know, left kick, hospital, right kick, cemetery. It's like that for Giga, but it's like... Left kick, partially stumble. Right <laughs> kick, take a step backwards. <laughs> that's, that's that kickboxing stuff. Yeah. So, guys, so Giga's five and zero UFC record. Split decision over Brandon Davis. Split decision <laughs> over Jamal Emmers. Decision over Erwin Rivera Scheister. Decision against Omar Morales, which we were kind of surprised and seemed impressive. And then he beat this scrub. Like, Not good. No. It's a hell and, of a five and zero record. Fight and, and, somebody, please. Well, this is the kind of guy that I I like to match up myself. You know, play matchmaker where I'm like, all right, big dog. Everyone's talking about gig is this, gig is this. I want him to fight someone good. And Chad just Mendes. Chad Mendes. Chad <laughs> Mendes used to Chad Mendes used to be my guy. Of like anytime like someone at 145 like oh this guy's good I'm like put him in there with Mendes. <laughs> I miss I miss those days. Yep. Who should Giga fight next? What weight class is he? Forty five. Forty five. Darren Elkins. Oh. Ed, I mean, maybe he wants to crack into like just the number fifteen rank guy. No one great, just like fifteen rank guy. Edson Barbosa. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> just a fifteenth rank guy. One thirty five uh, is pretty stacked from yeah. one to fifteen. That's. So the lower down. weight classes, uh, 35 and 45, are just insane to me. Like, so if look at the 15th ranked guy at 45 and or 35 and 45, Cheeto Vera, it, who's on like a five or six straight winning streak, is 15, and in featherweight, it's Edson Barbosa. Like, come on. That's that's rough getting into the old rankings in those weight divisions. Yeah, outside. it's it's tough. And it's not even the rankings are bad. I mean, well, 145, we also have Ryan Hall ranked 13th, which we talked about last week, which yeah, is... He's woo. easy top 10. Who did... Actually, didn't they say Giga was going to... Who's going to fight Jeremy Stevens? Someone called out Jeremy Stevens. Who was that? No, Stevens uh, is fighting... Someone on Saturday called out Jeremy Stevens and said, I want to fight quick. And Jeremy replied, yes, let's do <laughs> it. And who was What's it? It was this guy. Yeah, he it was Giga. Yeah, the co-main event with Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, so so he's fucking and Jeremy, high. And Jeremy Jeremy responded, which made no sense. Nice fight, Giga. I accept for December. Butt cheeks. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm in. Jeremy Stevens is a wild man. You never know what he's thinking. He and and that that's a perfect fight for Giga to just get his shit kicked in. Because yeah. Jeremy Stevens is going to be in his face, not let him strike at distance, and. Someone called me crazy, but I was like, 
Jeremy's going to take this guy down and just pulverize his face in with elbows. They're like, Jeremy's not a wrestler. I'm like, he is when he feels like it against Giga. Like he would a hundred percent take Giga down like, and just smashes. Jeremy Stevens is best when he decides he feels like smashing people on the ground. Like who, uh, the year, yeah, your third fight or third round. He was like, yeah, I'm just going to take this guy down and break his fucking face in the third round. And he, he does it. And I, he would do that to Giga all three rounds. So yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and someone said Giga call it Stevens. I missed that. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, this guy in the Contender Series last night that we were talking about where he kept going, I beat the fuck out of that guy. Sabatello, man, him. is just trash. He just keeps saying that he's beat the oh, fuck out great. of him. He's terrible. I think the UFC made a mistake not signing him. Yeah. I do because, yeah. funny enough, right, we watch all those fights and the deciding finishes. He might have been the most talented guy on the show last night. 100%. Not even With zero I, entertainment coming out of him. It's the problem. I entered, I I enjoyed it because at the afterwards in his interview, he just kept saying, "Yeah, yeah I beat the fuck out of that guy." And he, <laughs> he didn't want, he wouldn't want to fight me again. I was just beating the fuck out of him. <laughs> like it was tremendous. But I mean, the guy's a dominant. And the funny thing is, like sometimes you get in this show and you got to do what you got to do to win, right? I understand you got to be exciting, but you can't just like throw. What's he supposed to do? Stand up when he's not a striker? And that he has, like, he's had like ten fights. That was only his second decision ever. Yeah. Um, like the guy was clearly the most talented fighter on the show. Dana's like freaking out over this 115 pound chick that beat up this fat lady. <laughs> and it's like, so you think she's, she's better than him or even like, well, those are the only two. It was just that two is, uh, the Moda guy, the fat yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait, like he's not as talented as Sabatella. And I understand the UFC doesn't want to find boring guys or whatever, but like, they that don't want to find another boring fight. Russian if he's not Russian? Yeah, if he was Russian, he was signed right away. I mean, yeah. say, say what you want about his style and Dennis, he didn't go for it. 30-24, 30-25, 30-26. Are you telling me that guy's not talented enough to – he's not UFC caliber? Do I want to look at this card we're about to break down? <laughs> the thing is, is that- you could throw that guy in against some of the shit that they've been putting out here and he would maul them. Sabatello is – talented right like he like he's he was a decent wrestler he was a he was a very big gagger he was a gagger in college uh where he was always should have been better he beat he beat some really 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 good guys when it didn't count and then get to the tournament um not not good like he beat some really good guys like he beat laser and some other guys early on and then he get to the tournament and he had some bad draws and stuff but the guy just he gagged but i like that interview that interview was the best that was that might have been the best interview on contender series all year because he's well, like, Dana, Dana, that's, Dana that's, please, I'll fight next week, please. Yeah. We didn't have to hear about fucking death in that one, so that makes it infinitely better that than too. all the other ones. But well, I, I just, he's not like a, a Colby Covington, like, I'm going to pretend that I love Trump dickhead. He's just, yeah. he's just a fucking dickhead. Yeah, he's, he, he's just Guido. Like, he's just this Italian fuck. <laughs> like, and, and I like that they're like, you did, you did enough. He was like, I don't know. I beat the fuck out of that guy. He wasn't like, I'll fight next week. Come on, Dana. Please sign me. It was like he was indifferent. <laughs> Dana signed him. Like, whatever. Come, like, people just watch me. Bellator this ring. That. Yeah. And that's the thing. Does oh, the UFC God. want to give up a guy like that? And when you have these young wrestlers who are really good on top, have some decent submissions, some good ground and pound, they usually learn how to finish better guys as they go up. They get good training. He was at, I think he was at like ATT or something, like a good camp too. It's like that guy in two, two or three years could be like a top 15 type contender with his, his wrestling and his top control. Do you really want that guy going to, to Bellator? Bellator has a lot of good wrestlers who I'd much rather in the UFC. And this could be one of those guys, you know, like, 
I don't know. I I, I hate that. I love contender series, just but believe. I also hate it. Like I hate believe, that you bro. have to finish somebody. When anyone who watched that episode last night, including Moda, who's not good at all, he's terrible. It, how do like? They didn't take the most talented person because he only won 30-24, 30-25, and 30-26. No Give finish, me a break. No contract for you. Fucking bullshit. Anyway, as we digress, uh, Bantamweight division, uh, Barcelos versus Taha. Great fight. Uh, really good fight. The fact that this was fight of the night over Global Teixeira versus Thiago Santos is they one of the weirdest things we've seen. That fight them. was fun, right? It was a fun fight. It was back and forth. There were some good moments. But are you telling me if you watch that fight and then watch the Sarah Santos, let's take names out of it and positions on card and everything else. If I watch those two dudes fight and then I watch these two dudes fight, you're going to tell me the Glover fight wasn't better? Each guy got hurt like 17 times in the Glover fight. Santos died twice. Glover died twice. It was fucking phenomenal. Now, Barcelos Taha, good. Barcelos is good. Uh, I wish he wasn't 33. I wish he was a little bit younger, but his striking just looks way better like his striking looks good uh he's violent he still had a ton of gas going in the third round and his grappling we know is is pretty good so this is a guy that could could make some noise i don't think he's going to be a champ or anything like that but you know at 135 there's a there's a lot of fun matchups with him that he could he could have in this one i wouldn't mind seeing uh see him fighting uh what's that shithead that jay likes rob do that really yeah Let's do that. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, I, I, his problem is always going to be his cardio. I know you said it looked all right here, but I think he's just so much more talented than this guy that even though he got tired in the third, he was still able to to beat him up. Uh, once he gets up to the higher level, guys, his cardio is going to suffer, and he is yeah. for sure not a five round fighter. So yeah. he's never uh, fight five rounds. That's yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about that. Not, not yet, and I don't think he ever will. Yeah, <laughs> but he's. He's very talented and fun to watch, but just not quite there and a little too late to the game. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. And then we move. Combe, uh, not much to hear. Olofsky defeated Bozer. Uh, Bozer, what the fuck? He, I don't know what it is. Are people scared of Arlovsky? He has no power anymore. He has no power. No. Why do people, when they fight Arlovsky, change their style and do not throw punches? Bozer, we talked about last week, he, I thought he would be he would attack. He's always pretty aggressive. He moves forward. He throws strikes and strikes. He refused to fight Arlovsky. It's mind-boggling. He hypnotizes him. I don't know what the fuck he does, but somehow he just like completely shuts down everything from both fighters. And then it's just like a terrible, terrible three-round decision where it's fucking close and nobody nobody really cares about what happened. This yeah, was the this was the dirty bag water, uh, calfless mush special, eh? <laughs> Fucking assholes. I lost money on, uh, on Bozer minus three and a half. That's what I get for betting Canadians. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I, I knew it. I said it after last fight that, like, I, I knew Bozer was a decision merchant all day. Um, but then if you've got a guy like that who's about to fight Arlovsky, who we know goes to decisions all the time and manages to win them, um, you know, probably some stupidity on my part for not uh, even looking at Arlovsky in this fight, but I didn't even consider it because he shouldn't have won. It doesn't make sense. How is fucking Arlovsky at this age fucking winning at all? None of it makes sense. I, I, any of his wins. He, he has... Uh... 
I don't understand. So uh, that's enough of this card. Oh, overall, pretty good card. Great ending. Uh, one of my Go favorite over. main events of the year. Uh, probably, probably my favorite main event since Dubronx. Yeah. Just sure. murdering Kevin Lee. My man can't get a fight. I'm just yeah, sad. Yeah. Sad. I can't stop thinking about it. My man cannot get a fight. No one will fight him. What's Dan Hooker's white ass doing? <laughs> you not want to get choked? Someone's got to get choked. Anyway. Let's move on to um, – on paper, I would say, is, is one of the worst <laughs> of the teams. But I will say this. The card got way, way better. Um, in the last two I, days. <laughs> I, was not, I was not interested in Makachev uh, versus RDA at all. Like if I didn't watch that fight, I, I, it wouldn't matter. I am super intrigued by Paul Felder and RDA. I want to watch two fucking around the same age, around the same – like that's what I want to see. Like, that's a way better fight. And they added the best – I don't know why it was so late. They just added the best fight to the card in the Brennan Allen fight. So this card is so fucking terrible. But we went from no fights I'd, I'd really care about. Now I think there's two fights that I'm, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see. So we have some improvement there. Yeah, it went from a 0 out of 10 to like a, a 2 out of 10. I'd say I'd say a 1 to be fair. Uh, and, and, well, Daniel Rodriguez, that fight fell off. And I, I enjoy watching him scrap. He's fun. Yeah. They couldn't find anyone to fight him. Everyone wants to fight in COVID. <laughs> Everyone. Every, people are, are banging on the apex and saying, let me in. I want to scrap. They like, couldn't they, this week's uh, Jamie Simmons. Yeah. They got no one at 170 in the whole world that wants to scrap with Rodriguez. And Wait, I actually like that. Isn't, uh, isn't Hazmat uh, a 170? He's, like, where's he at? I'm scared, though. I think Rodriguez put Hazmat out. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for who to knock out Hazmat. That's going to be just... You know it's plus 160 right now? Unloading on that. Absolutely unloading. That is the worst lot. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe this guy is the second coming of Christ. But before <laughs> the fight, that is the worst line I have seen in my entire life. Yeah. And you can't say that you've... Like, by watching him, you can tell that he's great. You haven't seen fucking anything from him. Marshman, like what? What is that? And the fact for me to say this, as I would say, I am Leon Edwards' biggest hater in the world. In the whole world, nobody gives Leon Edwards more shit than me. Can confirm. Yep. If he says Verified. he doesn't know who I am, I think he's lying at this point. There's just there's too much. It's every writer, every article, every time someone tweets with his name in it, I respond simply, "Who." That has to drive him crazy because he probably he, the fighters probably get shit, and he's not like a billion followers on Twitter. He's got like six, so it's not like he's seeing millions of tweets and things like that. And uh, fighters get shit talked to him all the time. You suck. You're gonna get your fucking ass beat. Fuck you. This guy's gonna kill you. How many people just simply respond who to you several times a week? Uh, <laughs> I'm right here, Leon. But I'll say this. You're not the only one anymore either. Yeah. It's <laughs> become a thing. I see it all the time. I feel like I've I've almost probably hurt this guy emotionally. Um, I might have put him in therapy because can you imagine – and you think of it – and the reason I started doing this who thing several months ago is because Leon Edwards thinks he's something. And I think his whole goal is to be – not even one chance. He wants to be popular. He wants to be known. He wants to be that guy. So now that there's – I've literally seen probably 50, 60 different people on Twitter say who to this guy. I hope that motivates him. I hope that motivates my man to beat this. Before we get into this card, I'll say one thing. It's a good thing 
that the UK has that socialized healthcare that you guys hate in America because Leon Edwards needs his counseling paid for. <laughs> I've put, put him in a bad place. Um, you know. And we'll see. Some people you get in a bad place, they, they come out, they come out firing, right? They want to prove something. Maybe he'll, he'll fold. I don't know. But beating Rise just think of it. Take names out, right? You beat two of the worst fighters, literally, I would say, in the entire weight division. And now you're a minus 200 favorite versus the number, what, three-ranked guy? Yeah. Two? Yeah. Well, like, something like that. I can't think of a time. And it's all the media. Like, this guy's actually not that good. So, anyway. All right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump into this card. Um, the first fight really describes the trend for this card, as we have in the heavyweight division, Don Tail Mays, who, if you have not seen, is one of the worst fighters in the roster – he enters as a minus two twenty five favorite versus Rogue Martinez. Rogue. Sometimes you can't even believe Rogue. this kid. I'm Rogue, like the car, the Nissan Rogue. You, um, Sean, you can start here. The dynamic with three people seems easier to talk and go through this, doesn't it? It's very clean. Yeah, it <laughs> cuts down on some shit. Uh, this is a horrible fight. Uh, this is like you said. This is a perfect fucking curtain jerker for uh, this this fight card. Um, Roke Martinez looked horrible against the guy that we just watched last week choke a guy out with his forearm. Uh, Dante Mays is, is horrible as well, but, you know, he's bigger. He's longer. He, he may be a little darker, and he should win. Yeah, Brad? No, fuck all that. Um, Dante Mays sucks. He does. He is terrible. Um, and what happens is maybe he lands something on a guy real early and knocks him out. I I don't think he's knocking this guy out. And as fat and brutal as, as Roke Martinez is, at least he's going to keep fighting. Uh, And I just think that come second round, come third round, he's still going to be doing shit in this fight. And Dante Mays at, at some point, this is a, a dude that got taken down and grounded pounded in round three by Alan Crowder back in the day. Like, uh, I think at some point he's just not going to have anything left and the other dude's going to keep fighting and uh, Roque Martinez starting it off with an upset. I, I don't know how you could bet on this one. I I'm don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Roque Martinez, absolute trash can. We know this for a fact. Dante Mays, also a trash can. But black, <laughs> I don't, I, you can't lay minus two twenty five, or you can't bet in the underdog. Dante Mays can swing and bang though. Like the dude hits hard, he he can be swinging and banging in there. I think the likely scenario is he catches him on the chin, and I don't think this guy's going to be able to grapple with him. I think it's going to be on the feet, and I think Mays is the better striker and uh, puts him out of there. But I don't know how anyone could be like, yeah, confidence. In Martinez game. decision plus seven forty. No. Oh. Not going to happen. <laughs> All right. Bantamweight division, Geraldo DeFritis versus Tony Gravely. Not a good fight. Not the worst, but not good. Sean? Uh, Danny Sabatello would 30-24, both these guys. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Uh, I, I liked what I saw in, in Gravely's loss to, to John's. I know that's – sometimes you can do that and you end up kind of overrating the guy, but – he was putting it on John's uh, in the second round there and, and kind of gassed and, and got finished. 
Um, I think him, his win against Rodriguez and, and that performance uh, against Johns just makes him a, a better fighter than Freitas. Uh, there's going to be a decent amount of wrestling and scrambles. Uh, so I, I, I think Gravely can do all right in, in that uh, case. And I think he can do all right uh, if it stays on the feet a bit. So I, I put him in a parlay with uh, another terrible fight on this card for a unit. Brad? Yeah, and, uh, again, another fight I, I'm not super confident in either way. Uh, Gravely just doesn't look comfortable when guys throw strikes at him. Uh, whenever anybody comes forward and throws at him, he shoots these pretty desperation downs, uh, and it's got it's got him subbed a couple times in the past. I don't know if Defreitas is able to do that, um, but yeah, it's it's tricky here. I I don't really trust Gravely. I, I think Defreitas is actually a pretty decent wrestler for a, a Brazilian dude, so we might see some interesting scrambles here, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm just staying away from this one. I think it's going to be a pretty tight decision. Yeah, um, Tony Gravely is weird. He seems like he doesn't enjoy fighting uh, while he's in the cage, uh, like when, when, he's, when he's scrapping. Um, he's, he does, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not very sold in him, but I think he has the skills to beat bad guys. Uh, Defreitas is not very good um, at all, um, but he's not the worst fighter ever. I, I think this is a super close fight here. I, I lean Gravely, but this is also... Sadly, not a fight I'm going to be betting. Uh, let's now move on to the women's strawweight division as we have Ronda Marcos taking on Kanako Morato. Yeah, that's right. Contender. Hup, 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 hup. Household name. Hup, 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 hup. Sean? Uh, I, uh, I just told you about losing money on a Canadian, and <laughs> I'm probably going to do that this this week again. Uh Ronda Marcos is is not a great fighter. She's ten and nine. Her losses are against pretty damn good fighters, um, and she's usually if she's not getting blown out by the really good fighters, she's in close fights. Uh, I'll be honest, I've I've never seen Murata fight. I don't really need to because I don't. I think she's a step <laughs> below the people that uh, Marcos has fought, and. I think it's going to be a close fight regardless. You give me plus 143 on Marcos, I had to take it for a unit because I think it's just going to be a close fight. Bradley, Canadian pound for pound number seven, Ronda Marcos. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's not good for Canada. <laughs> She's not really Canadian. She, she, she trains in Detroit. Detroit what? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I just think that... Uh, the, the chick she's fighting, uh, Murata, is a, an actually good wrestler. And I know Lance says that uh, a little Asian boy can't be a good wrestler. But uh, Japanese women, they can actually wrestle a little bit. So I, I just think this is going to turn into a grappling match. And Ronda Marcos is going to lose scrambles because she always tends to lose scrambles in all of her fights. So... I, I think Murata wins a decision here. Are you at all worried about armbar from bottom? Not with Randa Marcos. I mean, she's done it before. She did it to Angela Hill. That doesn't count. That all does right, not fair. count. Um, <laughs> first of all, Brad, saying good Asian wrestler, where do I start? <laughs> I didn't say she was good. You said Marcos? she was a wrestler. 
Marcos is probably a better grappler and wrestler than this this Asian chick. I, I would say. I, no, I think so. I, I think she is. I, I think Marcos ends up on on top. The juniors. Come on. Um, <laughs> I, I I I think Marcos is going to be better everywhere in this fight. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Maybe it's there's this fight's so bad. I'm grasping at straws here. This card is brutal. It's bad. Um, Marcos usually seems to lose mostly to good. Good people, for the most part. She's been in there with really, really good people. This random Asian lady has not been in there with good people. And if her plan is, I'm a really good wrestler, that doesn't seem like to be very effective because she's from Asia. Uh, that's not a thing. And I, I, I think Barcos is going to actually – I think she's a little bit better striker. And I think she's going to end up on top on a lot of this. And I don't think this girl's going to be subbing Marcos from her back. And I think Marcos is going to spend a lot of this fight on top throwing little <laughs> – uh, little little punches, and I think she gets a, a decision win. Um, yeah, I like I like Marcos here. I think a debuting Asian fighter minus what two hundred versus, and she's been fighting nobody. Um, and yeah, I don't. She lost to Rin Nakai like a couple years ago, not that long ago. That's that's Rin Nakai is like a elite fighter, jacked up one thirty five er though. So a little Still. different than Ronda Marcos. Still, that's not good. Let's see where she. As a girl, so she's uh, she's been in like Risen and shit. Yeah, she lost to Rin Nakai. Yeah, that happened. Her best win is against Emily Decote or Angela Magnana. The, the, the Ooh, Magnana. Both those, both of those are top fifteen right now, right? Those, those are the two best people she's ever stepped in a cage with. And if you look at Marcos, like she's been in there with some really really good people. Like I, I don't know. I don't fight way too long. We it's have. True. We have. It's true. Not bad looking though, right, Marcos? You you got a thing for her? Uh, I me do. And Brad I disagree. No, no. I think I'm right here. I All think right. I'm right. It's I the think, teeth. I think the teeth. Yeah, it throws me off. Uh, are they bad? Yeah, they're not good. Snakes. Oh. Her Wikipedia snakes. picture. Her mouth is closed. <laughs> Maybe that's what helps. That could be. Uh, not bad. Not bad. That's my girl. Go get some. All right. Um, let's move on then. So we have in the bantamweight division. This fight's not bad. It's a pretty solid fight. Yeah. Uh, Jose Alberto Quinones. Is that good? Did you like the Quinones? Yeah. Try to roll it a little bit. Yeah, Quinones. I can't do that. I can't roll my R's or N's or whatever. I, I took Spanish in, in high school and not good. I, I always got stuck in the conjugate. Conjugating is way too hard for me. I can't do it. I can memorize the words. I can know all the words, right? So I can understand words you were saying. I had no idea the in between the normal words. It was too much. The conjugating didn't like it. Americans are stupid. We're really dumb. I can memorize words all day. You tell me to put the whole sentence together, and then you get the conjugating, the female versus male thing. It was it was too much. Anyway, he's facing Luis Smolka. Pretty decent fight here at bantamweight. New Sean, let's go. Yeah, I think this is going to be a wild fight. Uh, Smoka just forces that shit to Crazy. happen. He, uh, for better or worse, he he makes exciting fights, and, and they might only last two minutes or three minutes, but that's it's going to be a good fight. Friend so, of the NBA analysis. Yeah. Smoka. I believe Louis Smoka is the only active 
was the only active UFC fighter to play in Toutmaster, where he literally had to pick himself in the Toutmaster pool. I kind of <laughs> wanted to go in there as administrator and have him pick against himself <laughs> and then see if the UFC fired him for fight fixing. I didn't do yeah. it, but uh, I thought about it. Did like, he lose that fight? He lost a lot of fights. Yeah, was, yeah like, he, <laughs> lost, he, he lost a lot of fights. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be exciting. I know Quinones goes to a decent amount of decisions, but I, I just think Smoke is going to gonna make it a, a firefight. Uh, I think Quinones is probably getting a little disre- disrespected a bit because of that O'Malley fight. He got fucking ran over by O'Malley. It is what it is. He... He has some okay wins, sort of okay wins on his record. And, and Smoka just, he really likes to just find ways to lose. Um, so I, I played uh, doesn't go to decision. I think one of these guys is going to get finished. Uh, I got that at plus 155. I took it for a unit. Good line, Sean. Brad? That is a good line because uh, I think there's going to be a finish here. Uh, we've seen Smoka in recent fights. He's gone out there and... I think he knows if it turns into a, a prolonged fight that it's just not going to go well for him. Um, and because of that, I kind of lean towards Canones because he tends to, to drag fights out a little bit. So uh, I see Smolka coming out, getting uh, a little bit desperate and probably landing some stuff early. Uh, and maybe he can get Canones out of there. Uh, we saw we saw against O'Malley how he got just absolutely trucked, like you guys said. Um, but... Other than that, uh, Wood is the only guy who was able to put him away, and Nathaniel Wood's still pretty damn good, uh, despite his his recent loss. So I, I think that Canones is going to be able to survive the the early flurry, and then he's going to probably start to, to wrestle a little bit, get Smolka's back, and Smolka just gets in such bad positions lately and doesn't quite have the, the durability that he used to have in his career to get out of them, so... I'm thinking that Canonius wins probably like a, a round two rear naked choke or something like that. Yeah, I uh, I like this fight. It's an interesting fight. I think you guys both make good points of what could happen. Smoka, Smoka usually, he's going to get a sub or he's going to get subbed. Um, I don't know if there's a bet gets subbed, like fight and submission. <laughs> oh, um, you can that, get that. Yeah. That would probably, probably be going and pay, pay pretty well, but... I mean, smoke, smoke is a finisher, right? For, for a bantamweight. Like he goes, and I think he gets in bad positions because he doesn't, he doesn't, he wants to, he wants to get a finish and he goes for it and it puts himself in peril sometimes. And, you know, we've seen that and it seems, it's very easy to take Louis Smoke's back. It's very, very easy. Like if you remember like the Snell fight, it was like I, I blinked and I was like, oh, and Smoke is tapping out. <laughs> uh, like it, it, it's, it's very quick, but at the same time, Smoka is very good at getting guys back. He's very good at finishing submissions. He's very sneaky on the ground, um, but he doesn't get him. He's usually getting choked at. It's kind of like a little bit earlier in career, uh, Bruce Leroy, where it's like mm-hmm. he's going to sub or he's going to get subbed. And we look at his record. It's like you're scrolling down. It's like oh, he's finished eighteen, like sixteen fights by sub, and he's been subbed twelve times. I don't understand. Like, are you good at jujitsu or are you really bad at jujitsu? <laughs> Um, and I, and I, th- I think it's similar here. So I, I do think it's going to be Smolka uh, probably early on or Quinones a little bit later. Uh, but you never know. I mean, even early on, Quinones could, could grab a neck uh, early on in that fight and get a, get a finish. So like Brad, like Sean, I, I like it doesn't go here. So this this is it. It's a consensus Munich here. So And I think – because we won last week, uh, every time we win, a loss comes off the record. So we're three thirteen and five now. 
That is correct. Oh, yeah. Yes, three thirteen five. That's right. What was our was last week? Was that, was that Glover? That oh, win? Yeah, it was Glover. I think it won. I think it won. Yeah. Munichs are almost always plus money. Um, no huh. town shit here. All right, let's move. Let's move on now as we fucking rise, McKee, my boy. Welterweight division, Alex Moreno, rise, McKee. Whew, that's tough. You, uh, Sean. So if the the great white hope. Uh, Alex Morono just smashes this guy. Is is he getting a top ten fighter? You know, is he getting matched up with uh, with Magny next, or or oh, he's going for fighter of the year if he if he beats Reese McKee? Eh? Well, MMA, MMA or... has, has said that if uh, Hazmat wins, he can be fighter of the year because he beat Jack Marshman, Rise McKee, and a dude who hasn't fought in two years. <laughs> he didn't even beat Jack Marshman. He beat the Jack Marshman lookalike. Oh, not Jack Marshman. He beat yeah. <laughs> I literally get them confused because they're, just they're the other shitty guy that can't wrestle. <laughs> Phillips, that's what we're Phillips, even worse. A poor man, Jack Marshman. Yeah, that's tough. Imagine being a poor man, Jack Marshman. That is not a good look. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, so I don't have much on this fight. Uh, Morono's beaten decent guys somewhat. Uh, I think he probably beats the shit out of Reese McKee. Uh, he's minus like two. What is he? Minus two twenty two. Minus not enough. He's not. A, no, he's like minus one ninety, isn't he? Yeah, oh, it dropped. Oh yeah, he's minus one ninety. Yeah. Minus one ninety against you know the guy who got smashed by the next goat. I tell you, I'll, well, uh, I'll pick Corona. The one and only Brad Rise McKee, the Skeletor. <laughs> when you look at this guy's like picture. And then you look at his weight, you're like, hold on. <laughs> like, that guy, I thought he was a bantamweight. <laughs> I think I have bigger pecs than him, and I don't have pecs. I think Drake has bigger pecs than him. This guy's no muscle. Like, I would fight this guy, I think. <laughs> I think I would fight him. You would get hurt. I think I could take him down. He's British. Yeah. True. I'll fight him. I got winner. Set it up. <laughs> Hazmat, though. Impressive guy. All right, Brad. Yeah, I I don't understand why this is so close. Um, I, I like Morono here. I, I think he's going to do some work. Um, and I also kind of like the, the under in this one. Uh, just because, to me, this is like for Morono going back to his like legacy FC days where he just used to come out and absolutely bomb on dudes and i think he's gonna do the same thing here because there's not a whole lot coming back the other way if he gets in trouble he can take it down and bomb on him from top um yeah and if by some miracle uh rise and fall uh lands a shot early on because all of his wins are by submission or by finish i think uh that's going to work for the under as well. So I'll have Morono in a parlay and I'll probably throw a little bit on the under two and a half straight. Yeah. Um, Rise McKee, man. Just look at this fella. Like Morono is not some like Adonis looking guy, but man, when he's standing next to McKee, he might be. I think he's the more talented fighter. I think he's a more physical fighter. Um, he's been in there with, with a lot of good guys. Like for, for a guy like Morono, who's not the most, talented like he's been in the ufc for a good bit he's got a winning record um he's fought some decent guys he has some okay wins like he beat max griffin he's beat some other guys like he's not he's not horrible like he's a 
decent, I would say decent fighter. And McKees is, is basically just a, a giant trash can. Um, so yeah, I think minus 190 is, is criminal here. So I will have him in a parlay with someone else in the card. I wouldn't say he's a giant trash can. He's like one of those little trash cans you have in your bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. The UFC is teasing us at this point as the next two fights take place in the women's strawweight division. First up, Ashley Yoder versus Miranda Granger, who I do not know. Is this a debuting fighter? She's actually fought twice for the UFC. Twice? Are you seriously? Yeah. No. Miranda Danger Granger? That's not bad. That's what I, my nickname would be. At least it yeah. right. Yeah. She yeah. looks as, as we've seen, there's a million fucking worse than that. She has a giant cross on her belly. <laughs> Very attractive. No, no, she's not. Ashley Yoder. I, you know how you have a thing for Randa Marco? <laughs> I think, like, Ashley Yoder is that for me. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Um, not bad. She looks I, very I, different than her shirt dog photo. Depending on her the, yeah, photos. Yeah, depending on the picture that you send of her or that you see of her, they're all different. They're all different yeah, people. They tell a very different story. Sometimes it's yeah, it's uh, different people. Yeah, different hair, skin tone. It's really weird. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand it. I mean, they're all trailing Rebus at this point. That's fair. All right. This is going to be a terrible fight. It's yes. going to go 15 minutes. Uh, Yoder is not good, but she's tough. Uh, I don't know how good Granger is based on her losing to Amanda Lemos. I, I would say she's not that good. So I think it's going to be a close fight. I'll, I I put Go's decision in that parlay with, uh, with Gravely, plus 108 for a unit. And I will pick Granger to win because she's not Ashley Yoder. Brad, how do you get cut in the UFC? I'm looking at Ashley Yoder right here. She is two and five in the UFC, and her wins. Yeah, she's are also ranked twelfth in the division. Twelfth <laughs> ranked fighter in the division. She's two and five in the UFC. Her wins are a split decision over Amanda Cooper and a decision over Suri Kondo, who can't tell you for sure if that's an actual fighter. No, I thought that was a like a place that you rent out in BC when you go and visit. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I don't get it. I can't I can't I nothing. No. That that's Canadian humor for you. Um yeah. yeah, I I think the only answer, Lance, as you've said, is you just gotta cut the whole division. Ooh. Yes. That's the only way. Um uh, that's just, just send them to Advicta and just get rid give of us number one uh contender fights and championship fights. Uh, at, at any rate, what's uh, Yoder by submission in this fight? Uh, you think Yoder's going to sub her? I mean, she got subbed by Amanda Lamo, so. Lamo. Holy shit, that took me longer than it usually does. Yeah. Uh, submission, 800. Yeah. It was 900, so people, yeah. some sharps are hitting it, you know. The shraps. That, that, ve- that Vegas money. Yeah. <laughs> Those sharps. I'm not betting this fight, but if I did, that that's what I would bet. I am not going to bet this. I don't even know how you do. Um, I just told you. Well, besides your prop stuff. <laughs> uh, Goes all right. Now, this next fight features 
what I guess I would call a couple children. Um, as we have nineteen ninety nine birth birth years. Jeez. Oh, God. So she didn't even remember like Y two K coming. Nope. Man, we were gonna lose everything. Everything was gonna be gone. <laughs> Man, sometimes I wish we did. <laughs> I know. It, Kay Hansen, that's the little MAGA girl, right? Yeah, probably. Oh yeah, she read uh, Jin Yu Frey. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Corey McKenna. She was on Contender, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's a. She beat- that's a that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> she, she she beat up the stripper. She did. Yeah, yeah. I not nope nope not gonna do it. Um, okay, yeah, Sean. <laughs> I don't have much on this fight. I did take Hansen by sub at plus 400 because that's what she does, and this is women's MMA, and shitty subs happen all the time. But uh, I think Hansen wins. And hopefully, she's favorite? Chick. Yeah. Hansen is apparently minus 225 in this fight, yeah. which I do not get. I, I get it. Uh, no, British, I, chick, British chick versus a grappler. Yep. Um,. Just judging based on their their fights that I've seen, which are their last fights, uh, where Hansen looked terrible on the feet against Jin Yufrey, uh, and then like kind of lucked out on an arm bar on a chick that doesn't know how to grapple in the third round. That's uh, MMA, and, baby. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then the other chick, she looked all right in the, the contender series. She at least throws hard on the feet, so she's going to win on the feet. Um, and then she's like a, a power lifter or something. So you got this little MAGA chick that's coming in trying to wrestle, and she's just going to like power lifter and power bomber and win the fight. Power, power bomb. So what's uh, your actual by, by what, power bomb? But by so decision. what's your bet? Um, probably just the the McKenna chick by decision, but super straight. McKenna by decisions. Yeah, that's not much. Yeah, you, you probably don't get a whole lot more than the the money line. I feel like you're wasting your money. No, Hanson sucks. Yeah, but she's a grappler versus a British chick. She's not a grappler. Like, she's not a good grappler. I didn't say good. Doesn't need to be good. <laughs> but she wins all her fights by sub, right? I mean, the British chick just faced a grappler on Contender Series. And I thought she faced a stripper. Stripper slash grappler. Come on. It's Grapple like that pole. a crossover there, Lance. Come on. Stay with me. Crystal. She was actually a stripper, if I recall, right? Yes. And, and her I, name's Crystal. I mean, her, her no. parents just set her down a poor path with that name. You just knew so what was af- going to happen. So after she lost to that chick on Contender Series, LFA put her as a main event? Yep. She's and she lost? Good. She lost that. <laughs> Tremendous. Women's MMA just continues, continues to impress me. The bar um, is always getting set higher. I guess I'll switch to football for about <laughs> an hour before my dude catch weight. Why is this not the co-main event? Why it's yeah, before they did the the Felder RDA thing, I thought they were going to have to make this the main event. It would have been well, funny enough that this would have been the main event if that fight did not happen. Like okay. if Feld if RDA gets COVID tomorrow, that's your, this is your main event. I don't care who's the co-main. No one knows who the fuck Chaos Williams is. And you know, for if fun, this is a good fight. If this was a gr- really good card, this would still be one of the best fights in the card. Uh, very interesting matchup. Um, Sean Strickland. I don't know if I can really call him a 
a prospect anymore. He's still on the, the right side of, of 30. He's been around a little bit, has some losses to, to some top guys. But Brendan Allen, catchweight, Sean Strickland, you know you know who I got in this one, Sean. I, I am a Brendan Allen mark. I, I agree with you in this one. Uh, this is at 195. Uh, historically, Strickland's Franklin a, a seven-year. Yeah, Franklin <laughs> Uh, Strickland until the last fight was a, was a 170 year and now he's going up, you know, 20, 25 pounds. That's a, that's a decent versus a grappler versus a grappler. And I know he's only got taken down by really good wrestlers. That was at 170. Size makes a difference. And especially when you have skill to go along with that talent, which, or with that size that, uh, Brendan Allen has, I know he kind of looked rough in the third against, uh, What's his name? Dukakis. Dukakis. Yeah, Dukakis. Dukakis brothers. Uh, <laughs> the brothers I, I of the year. The Dukakis. Everyone keeps talking about two and his brother. Definitely the Dukakis. Yeah, everyone keeps talking about two and his brother. No, no, no. It's the year of the Dukakis. <laughs> <laughs> he fights next week, I think. Yep. Yep, he does. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know if that was just, like, a pandemic thing, his, his performance, why he gassed so quickly, but... Uh, I, I think he's a really skilled guy. Uh, I do think this is a fairly close close fight. I know Strickland has a really good jab, uh, and that's about it. I mean, I guess he has decent takedown defense and a, and a solid jab, and that has carried him pretty far. Uh, I was able to get Allen at plus 130. I thought that was uh, worth a shot, so I put, plus, I put two units on that. I will not get Allen at plus 130. Brad? <laughs> you don't bet until the day before fights. Do you blame me? Half of them will be canceled anyway. And sometimes that's when you get the best lines. And I'm very similar to old Sean um, with the line stuff. It's like, ooh, this looks good. I should bet Glover now. He's 185. And it's 200 by fight night. That's me like every time I I bet early, it's a horrible mistake. (laughs) We're getting old Sean back for the uh, the women's fights. Don't worry. It's just, you know circumstances happen. Yeah, he's he's with a fella in a hotel um exploring each other, <laughs> figuring things out. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's um, you know, it's good. You know, if you guys didn't know, Sean has uh like more so than me, like I, I have not transformed into a a democrat. I just voted against Trump. Sean's hardcore lib now. Like he's living breathing liberal. So he wanted to try some things out. He wanted to see what the other side is doing. Um, it's like that Red Hot Chili Peppers song, which I'm still convinced is about being gay. You know, take it on the other side. Sean is really living and breathing that. So that's where he is right now. He's in a hotel room, Motel 6, um, in North Carolina with a friend or a couple friends that he's met online uh, off Grinder.com, which Grinder has joined our, our chat room on, yep. on Twitter. I, I invited them. They accepted um, so Sean's just feeling things out, seeing how it plays out. Feeling a lot of things out. Always. He feeling is. Deep. He's going <laughs> deep. Balls deep. Anyway, as far as this fight goes, I just think it's kind of a, a tough spot for Allen. Um, cut weight last week. Coming back, he doesn't have to cut as much weight this week. Uh, so, so that's a plus. Uh, but he. He struggles in fights at times. Um, you know, he is a very good grappler. And once he gets fights on the ground uh, against a lot of guys, he can just dominate them 
really good ground and pound, uses it to transition, finds chokes that way. But Sean Strickland is also quite a good grappler. Uh, we've seen it in the past. We haven't had to see it quite as much recently, uh, partially because, you know, he had the motorcycle accident and didn't fight for two years. Uh, but partially because he's not really an offensive grappler. He's good at defending takedowns. Uh, the only guy in the UFC that has really been able to outgrapple him was Usman. Uh, I, I know Alex Garcia got a few takedowns against him as well, but then he gassed and Strickland was able to finish him off. Uh, and Strickland, I, I know Sean said he fought a lot at 170, but he fought at 185 before, dropped down to 170. And then now that he's come back from the whole motorcycle thing, he's back up at, at 185 and obviously taking this fight on short notice uh, at 195. So that's the, the big concern for me is the size. But I think as long as it stays on the feet, Strickland's winning on the feet. Uh, I don't think you can really have a whole lot of question about that. So then it comes down to, is Allen going to be able to the, get it to the ground? Is he going to be able to get it to the ground repeatedly uh, and do enough there that he either gets Strickland out or that he doesn't tire out and let Strickland take over late in the fight? And I just, I have a hard time seeing that. Uh, I think Strickland is going to pick up rounds and I think it's going to get a little bit easier for him as this fight goes. I think the second and third round are probably going to be more Strickland than they are Allen, even if he has to come back after a tough first round. So I lean towards Sean Strickland here, but this is a great fight and I am looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, everything Brad said was um, incorrect. Uh, incorrect. <laughs> so, yes, Sean Strickland has only been um, out grappled by uh, Alex Garcia and Kamara Usman. Also, he hasn't faced any grapplers. So it's like, hey, I faced Wyota Machida. I didn't get taken down a single time. I was fighting Wonder Boy, and I had 100% takedown defense. I didn't get taken down once. This dude's facing Jack Marshman, Tlaib, Breeze, like guys like like he's not he's not fighting guys who are looking to get takedown and. Alan, Alan doesn't have the best wrestling, but he has the jujitsu type of wrestling that he finds a way to get you on the ground. And once he gets you on the ground, he is vicious. I feel like I broke this fight down last week, uh, with, you know, with Brendan Allen and Brendan Allen is vicious in the ground and he's, he doesn't just bail out for subs immediately. He beats you up. He beats you up. He loosens you up. And I think the weight's going to be a big thing. Uh, Brendan Allen is much bigger than Sean Strickland. If you look at these guys walk around weights, I, I bet they're 25 pounds difference. They are, they are way different in size. Allen's big. He's, he's still lanky, but he's big. Um, he's very vicious on top. He has good top control. He has good submissions. Um, and I, I just, we don't know how back Strickland took a couple years off. He got, you know, he looked great in his last fight, but that was a fight where he just got to stood, you know, stand in front of a guy and jab him to death. This is a fight Punching where he's going to. Yeah, this is a fight where he's gonna he's gonna have to work his ass off. He is gonna work in this fight. We're gonna see if he's back. And yes, he's not cutting weight, but he just fought two weeks ago, and now he's gonna be in a grinding type battle with a really really strong, confident grappler. And man, I, I I'll probably be wrong. I'm wrong about most things. Um, but Sean, <laughs> Brennan Allen at 24 years old with his abilities and how he finds ways to win and his his finishing ability and what he does and He's not a slouch on the feet. I think Sean Strickland's definitely the best or the a better striker on the feet, but Allen's not like the worst striker of all time, and he's devastating on top. And I think Allen's just all around 
better fighter. Uh, I think he's just the, the better fighter here. Um, and I think this is the best fighter that he's probably fought since Usman. Uh, he lost to uh, Mr. Capoeira, but that's weird. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I like Allen here. I went ahead and bet him because this line, it was still like, it's been, it's up to minus 120 uh, in some area in a lot of books. He's still at minus 110. So I put a, put a little bet on Allen there. Uh, all right. Next up, middleweight division, Eric Anders, Antonio Royu. Fuck if I know. Fucking Anders. I, I got nothing for this. I do not know how to break down this fight. He's fucking terrible, but he's athletic. He's like Hardy and Hardy was just not in the heavyweight division. He's even worse than Hardy. Uh, oh, that count. is kind of true. That is kind of yeah. true. But I, I, I'll be honest. I don't know who the fuck is going to win this fight. I, I feel like I was pretty wrong on, on Eric Anders. I, I, I did flip on him in, in when he, when he fought Roundtree, but man, like you, you think he has talent. He's, he's so athletic, but he just loses in pretty terrible ways. He's got smashed a couple times, but then he's also been just like jabbed to death and kind of grinded on. And I, I don't know too much about Ant- Antonio Arroyo. Um, I, I think that if, if Arroyo throws volume, it'll probably shut down Anders and, and he'll win a, a decision uh, or, or possibly finish him. I know Anders is very, very tough. Um, I'll, I'll pick Arroyo just because I think Anders is terrible. Man, this is, this is toughy, Brad. Not in a good way. Not like a fun fight. It's going to be terrible. But who yeah, you got? It's pretty difficult to get a read on this i actually have seen arroyo on contender series and then um his loss uh in the ufc that was on the uh like the the jacare yeah. Yeah. um it was on the jacare blockowitz card so i, I remember watching that one because i was like oh jacare going up to 205 he's gonna smoke this stupid polish dude um nothing happened work out so well uh anyway Arroyo is the better striker here. Uh, and that's not saying a lot because Anders should have lost against Mearshark on the feet uh, in entirely a striking battle, which is embarrassing. I, I don't know anybody that scored that fight for Anders in that, in that one. So if this stays on the feet, Arroyo is going to win. So then you look and you see if Anders can get a takedown. Didn't get a takedown against Jocko. Didn't even go for a takedown, I don't think, against Meerkat. Uh, won his fight before that against some Brazilian dude that I've never heard of by knockout in a minute. Smoked by Roundtree. Couldn't get a takedown there. Couldn't get a takedown against Elias Teodoro as he was getting cardio kickbox to death. And the last time he got takedowns was against Tiago Santos. Got a bunch of takedowns, uh, but Eric Anders died so Tiago Santos could live in that fight. And then Glover just killed Tiago Santos. So I I think Eric Anders is dead, guys. I I think it's over. Uh, I think that even though this Arroyo guy gets, doesn't have the the takedown of, or takedown defense of uh, a Christoph Jotko, uh, I think he's still going to be able to keep this on the feet enough. Throws a lot of kicks, and I don't think Eric Anders likes getting kicked in the body. 
uh, based on when I've seen him fight. So I think he's going to get kicked in the body here. He's not going to like it, and he's probably going to lose his decision because he's really tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, does Anders ever deserve – like, when he wins, I'm like, like you're yeah, terrible. Yeah. Like, unless he's Unless he's fighting in tomato can. He yeah. does not look well, good winning. Well, what is he good at? Like, if you were to look at him, right? And I know when he first came up, I think all of us were excited when he first came up because he de- he debuted he debuted versus Sapo. He puts him out. He's this former, you know, football player. He's super super athletic. He played at Alabama. Like, you're like, God, this guy's interesting. And like, he beats Natal. He, he I think he's like eight nine and zero. And like, God, this guy's. This guy's good. And then he fights uh, Machida. It's a horrible fight, but a fight that he probably won. And then it's like... Could have won easily. Yeah. Threw and, some more. He's not good at anything. Anything. So, no. yeah. I got well, this is going to take you a ways in, in that weight division. But is not terrible. He's, he's a decent, okay fighter. Munoz subs a lot of guys. That's not a bad loss. He's probably going to do to most guys he faces that aren't great. Um, but I can't bet on a rodeo. I don't even know if I can pick him. Anders just finds a way versus guys who aren't very good to win. Like, who's the worst guy he's lost to? Jocko? Meerkat? Maybe? The Theodoro fight was bad. Theodoro. <laughs> Theodoro. Was that was a bad decision, if I recall, right? I don't they, think Neither so. of them did anything. Maybe I bet on Anders. That's, and that's probably why what you did. That. And I think I did, too. And then Theodoro kicked for 15 minutes and one. He was the worst. I'm glad they cut him. Really hate that guy. Let me check old MMA decisions, see what we got here on that fight, because I don't recall. Oh, no, I was wrong. Most people had Theodora there. Maybe I just hate Theodora because he's so boring. Anders did nothing in that, and then the only thing Theodora did to win the round was kick him. God, how bad are leg kicks? So there you go, another guy that threw kicks and beat Eric Anders. (laughs) Remember he... Throws a ton of kicks. I, Theodoro won three of his last four in the UFC. Loses yep. one, and they, or wins three in a row. Loses one, they immediately cut him. Like, Fuck this! Yep. Get out of here, kid. They hate he's, you. He's uh, yeah, he's he's not fun. All right, let's move on now. Midway division: Julian Marquez versus Saperbeck Safarov. Sparbag. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I've tried to find. Uh, a way to to fade Marquez here. Uh, he's a pretty big favorite for a dude that hasn't fought in a year and a half. Lost uh, a pretty shitty fight to a or, or to a fairly shitty guy. But Safarov is just—he's not good. Um, he's got a little bit of power, but he's been beat by some guys that are absolutely horrible. Uh, I'll pick Marquez to win just because he's the better, more athletic guy, but. Hasn't fought in a year and a half and has other shit going on. He's he's a professional podcaster, so uh, he could lay an egg here. I don't think so, Fred. <laughs> yeah, Marquez has never really been good. Uh, there's a couple things that are on his record now that look good, but he wasn't really impressive in doing them. Um, but yeah, Sparbag is... Whew, he's... Uh, haven't seen a lot of him, but everything that I has see, have seen, he, he kind of looks like uh, Antigulov. He's yeah. like that sort of, 
you know, chubby, shitty Russian that weathered out real quick. And yeah, I, I I can't bet Marquez here though. He's more focused on doing his porn podcast. Yeah, I'm all over Marquez here. I gotta do it. I think Mark. I think podcast Marquez beats this shit bag. This this guy's terrible. I. Marquez isn't great. I get it. He's not great. He does some stupid stuff. He's not overly good. Look at who this guy lost to. This sap, sap bag. <laughs> like whatever, whatever his name is. Like, this dude is not good. He loses everyone he fights. His only win, I don't know where to start in this guy's name. Nikolay Negumaruna. He beat that guy by decision. That's um, Daniel, Daniel Negranu's brother. Oh. oh, the poker player. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And then he got he got subbed by Rodolfo. I mean, that's oh, wow. good. Yeah. yeah that, who, who, I don't know who. Yeah, I mean. That uh, guy is a very good grappler. Yeah, he's extremely oh. good. Yeah. Well, he's not. Who is he retired? Is he still fighting? I don't remember. He's this still guy. fighting. He just hasn't got a He's fight one of those jujitsu guys that doesn't care about MMA. Yeah. Just well, he's a black belt works. under uh, some guy I've never heard of, so it doesn't count. <laughs> anyway. He's very good. He's very good. Off, whatever. He got knocked the fuck out by fucking our boy Johnny Valanche. <laughs> <laughs> he has one win since t- April 2016, and that's versus Daniel Negrano's brother. That's it. Um, Marquez isn't great, but he is dangerous. He has a, he, he can choke guys. He has some decent power. Um, I think this is a runaway. I think this is kind of a gimme fight for Marquez. He's fun. The UFC seems to like this guy. Um, I like Marquez. I'm parlaying with um, – who did I say I was parlaying someone with earlier? I don't usually listen to you, so. Yeah, I – I am the most knowledgeable with all my tape mm. study. Alex Morono. Dante Mays. It was Morono. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's yeah. Yeah, it's, all, right. it's the tape study. That's how I win. It's tape study. Just yeah, a great effort. Way to hope. Tape study, effort, you know, just a lot going on. I spend – Hundreds of hours. By the way, my favorite new thing for the MMA betting community is when a fight gets canceled. So, like, guy breaks his leg in a half. He's fucking sad. Like, oh, my God, how am I going to get paid? My family. And the guy's like, I just wasted 30 minutes doing tape study. Fuck me. <laughs> that the guy absolute is. Absolute worst. I see it all the time. It's like 10 Don't worry about it, kid. You <laughs> Where am I gonna get that time back? <laughs> like, He's gonna bet thirty dollars on that guy. What? Oh. How will he get that time back, dude? Fucking, bro. I'll but send yeah. you the seven fifty to compensate you the minimum wage that you would have otherwise made. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brutal. Uh, but yeah, I like Marquez here. I think he's gonna roll. Uh, welterweight division: Abdul Razak Al Hassan versus Chaos Williams. Sean, you know I thought. Al Hassan, you know, after beating the, the rap case, uh, I thought he was going to come out firing and just absolutely destroy the, the Lezez guy, but uh, obviously that did not happen. Uh, I, I think he's still going to do what he does and basically come forward and throw hands and, and hopefully land on you and, and probably kill you. Uh, the thing is, Williams has power too, as we saw in him when he just flatlined Morono in inside 30 seconds. So uh, this should be a, a fun fight on a pretty terrible card. Uh, it will get sad and gassy if it goes past, you know, three, four minutes and, and maybe Brad's taking a, an angle on that. But uh, I think Al Hassan is, is the better guy. 
Uh, he probably finishes Chaos Williams. Brad? Yeah, I thought Chaos Williams was the uh, the running back from Friday Night Lights, but I, I guess I was wrong. Um, yeah, this is uh, – it's it's a thing. Are, are Co-made we... event, baby. Get hype. Oh, look at that. Um, Dan Tom hopping in the chat. Um, yeah. Speaking of hogs. <laughs> of course. Just in time, too, for the – uh, I, I don't want to say that uh, he saw that we were breaking down the two black guys fighting and, and hopped in to talk about hogs, but that's exactly what happened. Um, are, are we at the point with uh, with Al Hassan where it's I'm going to be super cautious to conserve my cardio and gas anyway and not do anything territory? Is 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 that where we might be at? Because it, it seems like we're approaching the the cliff where guys do that. So. <laughs> I could see a case where, you know, you might think that he's going to throw a punch or not throw a punch in round one and be gassed and uh, chaos could uh, go to a decision because it seems like Al-Hassan's tough and can take a little bit uh, coming back the other way in rounds two and three. But I kind of hope this is round one. Somebody lands something big and just gets it done. Um yeah, I, I don't have a bet here. I, I can't trust either of these guys. But, you know, again, if I gun to my head, if I had to take some crazy prop, Chaos Williams by decision is like plus 800. Plus 750. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, I, I don't I don't trust Al-Hassan here. For sure, I don't I don't trust him. Um, but I don't trust Chaos Williams because he's not very good. So I think I hate to pass on a, a co-main event and look at this unless – and there's no interesting props that I saw that I liked on this one. Um, so I think this is just a pass. I think all Hassan can bum rush and put him out of there. But if I think if he doesn't in the first couple minutes, then Chaos Williams can take over um, and win the fight that way. But it should be a fun fight. I just – I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. Fair? Yep. Yeah. All right. This chaos uh, guy, he has chaos written across the crotch, so you can't really get a good feel for for the hog that's going on down there. So, man, it's I think that more than anything is why I have to pass. Yeah, um, that's the most important part of breaking down a fight, as we as we know, and that's that's tough there. But yeah, chaos is he's they're kind of the, I don't know. This fight's weird. I don't know how to do with Alison anymore. He comes back and he gets fucking just destroyed by that random nobody uh, when we were on the on the fight island. Um, so I don't know. Uh, so pass here. But let's move on now to the main event as we have in the lightweight division. Paul Felder taking on Rafael dos Anjos. And what we discussed earlier was a, a much better main event than we previously had. Uh, Makashev is one of the most boring fighters in the roster. And we replaced him versus Paul Felder, who's one of the more fun fighters in the roster. You, Sean, who you got? This is a this is a bit of a crazy fight. Um, Felder was training for like a an Ironman or a, a triathlon, and and that's why I think the only chance he has in is making weight is is because he's in that shape. But he definitely wasn't training or training what he should have been if if he was trying to uh, you know if he's going to to fight. So uh, I think he could start slow. Uh, we've seen that before. Uh, Felder doesn't always come out uh, hot, and guys kind of take it to him early uh 
RDA was obviously training for a completely different fight. Makachev is a, a southpaw wrestler. Uh, Paul Felder is not going to shoot on you, and he's he's an orthodox striker. So that might take some time for, for RDA to adjust to. Also, RDA is dropping down to, to 155 after fighting forever at, or for a while at, at 170. Um, he says he's not going to have any issues with that, and he's back motivated again. Uh, it is a bit sketchy, you know, trusting a, a 36-year-old who's been in a million fights with a million good guys and, and taken a decent amount of damage. But I, I, Paul Felder has not really fought many grapplers. Uh, I know he showed pretty good sub defense against Dubronx, uh, but I think RDA is just going to have better wrestling. He's going to wear him out, and then eventually he's probably going to grab a sub. Uh there are a lot of red flags going into this fight, so I, I didn't go big. I just put a unit on him. Uh, I, I think he's he's the better fighter, uh, even at 36 years old and, and dropping back down to 155. So uh, I put him in a parlay with uh, the main event in next weekend's card. Brad? Yeah, people can think that RDA is washed all they want, Uh but you're talking about a guy who has fought nothing but the best dudes at lightweight and welterweight over the past, I don't know, seven, eight years uh, against Paul Felder, who is very fun to watch, but hasn't fought any of the best guys at lightweight ever. Um, like, I guess you can consider Dan Hooker a top-ish guy, but... Barboza, that's about... And then Dubronx, that's about as high as it gets. And that was kind of Dubronx before... Yeah, that was before Dubronx was the man he is now. Um, so we'll, we'll get Sean back here in a second. I'm sure he, uh, you know, clicked exit or something, like a dumb teenager not knowing how to use the internet. He's a uh, child. What do you expect? Right. There he is. <laughs> Don't worry. We made fun of you while you were gone. That's fair. Good. Um, yeah. So I, I think this is a, a levels thing. Uh, you've got RDA who I think honestly, he's the better striker here as well. But if for some reason the striking isn't going his way, I, I think he can get Felder down. And once he's down, maybe Felder can survive, but RDA has got a very, very good top game. Uh, we saw it wasn't that long ago, like just over a year ago, he was in a pretty grueling fight with Kevin Lee and still had enough in the fourth round to get him down and get a sub. So I don't think cardio is going to be a huge issue for him here. As much as Felder's been working out, he hasn't been training for a fight. Uh, it's very, very different. And I think that where he would normally maybe be able to come back and mount some offense in rounds four and five. I just don't see that happening in this fight. So I've got RDA. Uh, I parlayed him with Morono and uh, I'll probably take him straight if he stays around minus 170 as well. Yeah, I like Felder here. Um, so apparently not in the same page as you, Bradley. Um, I think RDA is washed. I think he's way more washed than Felder. I think He's coming down in weight, back down to 155. He hasn't done that in a while. He's changing opponents. He's going from a guy. And I think I don't always think opponent changes are that big of a deal. But he was going against a guy who was just going to take him down and take him down and take him down. That's all he was focused on. Now he's facing a guy where he's going to want to get the fight to the ground and Felder's going to want to bang with him. 
And that changes your mindset a good bit when you're facing, you know, completely different styles of fighter. And I just don't think Felder is as washed as RDA. I think Felder still looks, you know, a, a top 10 fighter in the world at this point. You saw him in his last fight versus Hooker, razor close decision, looked good in that fight. And he's had some time off. And I know it's short notice, but he was training for an Ironman. And when they called him, he was like, yeah, I can make 155. Not a big deal. So he's in really, really good shape. And I just, I think RDA is just a little bit washed. I don't think he's going to have an easy time getting Felder to the ground. And I think on the feet, I think Felder is a, more dangerous, more creative. I think he's going to, I think he's going to push him around a little bit. And I think he just lands the bigger strikes and Felder's creative with, Felder's creative with his elbows, his weird strikes, everything like that. And the guy is just tough as nails. RDA is not going to get him out of there. And I think this fight's going to end up on the feet for the vast majority of it. And I think Felder's the better striker. And I don't think RDA is going to be, you know, having an easy time getting him down or landing big shots in him. So at plus 165, I like Felder here. I, I think it's worth a shot. Um, I thought this fight would open RDA as a, a, a smaller favorite. I, John Anik said, like, what do you think? And I just said, I thought RDA was going to open at like minus 140 and then it was going to flip the Felder. Well, half that happened. Um, <laughs> I didn't flip the Felder. I, I thought, I, I just think Felder's the better side. I, I think he's the better side here. I think he's the better fighter at this point in his career. And I think RBA is completely coasting at this point. So it's going to be a better feller for me. I'm glad that you went like underwater for half of that breakdown. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't know what, what happened? happened. Did it break? Did everybody broke up? No. Yeah, once in a while it clears up. Muffled. Yeah. Oh, been doing that it just- like you were talking like this and it was really weird. And- yes, during that pipe breakdown, everything else was fine? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Were you playing with your, your headphones? No, <laughs> there's this really old guy I work with, and so the only, I only use these type of headphones if I'm plugged into something that won't call me. So I, I use AirPods and stuff for work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's this old guy I work with, nice guy, sales guy, great guy. Um, when he talks, he holds his mic like this. Oh, get so it? So he's like, yes. <laughs> Just wants to be inside your ear holes. Great guy. Real good guy. Um, well, sorry I broke up there, but uh, I'm right. You guys are wrong. Felder's going to wreck this fucking dude. Good story. From the, from the booth, you know, to the W. He's going to be like Jameis. You guys see the, the video the other day um, with the Saints, and they were giving interviews with Breeze, and Jameis walked up behind him and put his arm around him and then started eating the W's again. <laughs> oh, so Jameis. James, James might be like a top 10 quarterback in the NFL and he's not starting. What's up with that? Bench. Crazy. You look at these starters around the league and even for some, like the Cowboys, right? How are the Cowboys as soon as Dak goes down, not like just begging the Saints for a job? Yeah. I get it. Okay. Anyway, fun show this week. Uh, this card's not great, uh, but who gives a shit? It's Masters week. Very not. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a thing. Isn't yeah. that like supposed to happen in April? Uh, yeah. Yes, we're gonna have two masters in in a short bit of time, which is great. I'm taking the next two days off of work. It is Masters week, so I will not be working. Um, yeah, I have to. I have some work to do tonight. Priorities. <laughs> so, but yeah, I gotta get this done tonight so I can you know watch the the Masters and contract stuff. Very boring. Um, but yeah, it's it's Masters week. Um, so four days of of awesome. Um, gonna be very interesting. There's gonna be no fans at Augusta, which is gonna look weird. No grandstands, all that stuff. Dick Fag, Dick Base, uh, Bryson DeChambeau is going to be using a 48 inch driver. Maybe that's going to be weird. Um, so yeah, tune to the Masters, tune to the fights. 
We got a lot of football. It's a fun sports weekend. If you're in the U.S., go to a football game, get COVID, <laughs> die, get and vote. Get the sooner you all get it, the sooner it's over. That's right. It makes sense. It's not real anyway. You can't, you can't get hurt from it. You can't die. Um, everything's good. I didn't check. Let's, before we end this show, um, the U.S. is on pace to break 150,000 cases in one day. And I want to see if we got there because we've been rooting hard. We've been working hard. We've been yep. going to parties. Yep. Oh, that's, that's depressing. Only Wait, 145? 143. Oh, man. Don't worry. Tomorrow. Yeah. Give it like a week after Thanksgiving. You guys will hit 250 easy. Yeah, but we need baby goals. Like, we got to get 150 like tomorrow. You know, it's, it's one day for the rest of your lab. 150 tomorrow. A day at a time. Yeah. So I, I really appreciate it for everyone that's joined along with the live commentary. Uh, I know that's been one of my favorite parts since we went live is, you know, we have a lot of the same people coming in, some new people coming in every week. So we really enjoy the commentary. So thank you for that. Um, next week, we should have uh, Little Tiny Dick and uh, the Redneck back. So we get, we get the squad back together. Uh, we're yeah. going to do some, some movie reviews uh, next week, hopefully. We, we've seen a couple of requests, Sean, about you getting back and, and doing some movie reviews. So we appreciate it. Enjoy the fights this week, and we will see you guys next week.